0: Hi, my name is Joe Hancock, founder of His Vessel Ministries, and your host for Becoming His Vessel Podcast. Often saying this thing called life, I may not always get it right, but my heart is to get it right. So my heart's desire is that this would be a resource for me as well as you, that we would be formed by God's Word, filled with Father God, and just poured out for His glory, truly becoming His Vessel. We all would agree that relationships with other people are extremely important. In fact, many relationships that we have with other people define us. But as Christians, we would probably all agree that the most important relationship that we have today is our relationship with God. So I want to ask you, is there a sweetness between you and God? If you had to answer that today, driving down the road, if you're listening to this podcast, sitting at home, quiet and alone, or maybe you're in the kitchen and you're listening to this podcast, stop and answer yourself, is there a sweetness in your relationship with God? If you quickly said, oh yes, there's a sweetness, and you could tell me that there's a sweetness in that relationship because, hey, I go to church And when I'm at church, I sense God's presence. It's sweet. Or you could say, hey, my friends are Christian friends. We hang out together. We're like-minded. We love the Word. We talk about how much we love God. And that helps you to stay focused on Him, why He's important in your life. Or, hey, you may jump in your car at home, you turn on the Christian radio, and you listen to... Christian messages, or you listen to Christian music and you're reminded about how good God is. But some of you may answer me and you say, hey, he and I are tight. We're tight. We're stuck together like honey. It's a sweet relationship between us. And what are we talking about? A spiritual relationship. A spiritual sweetness. A sweetness between you and God and how you interact, how you love Him, the how you feel when you're with God and you experience God. But I want to look at the Word, a couple of scriptures that we all probably know, but could take us even deeper in our sweet relationship with God. Now, you know, when we say sweetness, we can all immediately think about the physical effect of sweets. I have to confess to you at the very front of this podcast, I love sweets. I love sweet food. You know, I wish that I didn't, but I do. Hey, I'm one of those people that I could get up in the morning and enjoy brownies with my coffee. And probably, you know, if I was honest with myself, if I got deep in the flesh, I would pick brownies over a good protein meal. I just love sweets. But over time, I have disciplined myself to run to the good sweets. I mean, even to the point, I'm one of those, you don't have to tell me how good sweets are. You know why? Because I have tasted them. I have experienced them way too much, I confess to you as well. But what about spiritual sweetness that we taste, like those brownies we taste, or for you maybe ice cream, I don't know, whatever is sweet to you. I want to talk about that today. For this year, how do we make our relationship with God sweet or If we've got a sweet relationship with God, how do we keep it that way? How do we maintain it? How do we crave? As we crave these brownies, ice cream, cakes, whatever it is for you, as we crave that physical sweetness, how do we crave that spiritual sweetness from God? A spiritual, sweet relationship with God. And then... Once we get that sweet relationship, how do we keep it? You know, I've often found as Christians, hey, we've experienced it. We've tasted it. Sometimes we lose that taste. How do we get it and how do we keep it? Psalm 34 says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Each one of us, we have to taste him and we have to see. That word taste means we perceive Him. Boy, we get an appetite for Him. We anticipate it. And we taste it. We perceive it. And see, we experience it. We just don't look out there and get a little dab. No, we experience that the Lord is good. That good is He's delightful. He is pleasant. He's what I would long for because He's excellent. And you know that why? because you've experienced him, because you perceived out there his goodness. You've, pre- you've looked into the matter, and you see that he really is excellent because you tasted it. You know what? To me, that sounds like someone I want to be with. Hey, your physical friends, that's someone you want to be with, Right someone that's pleasant to be around, someone that's a delight, someone that brings joy to you, someone that lifts you up, that encourages you. When you taste and see that the Lord is good, you see, you've tasted, you've experienced that He is who you want to be with. You want to be in a relationship with Him. So how do you do this? How do you maintain it? How do you keep it? If you've lost it, how do you get it back? You know, I look to the scripture, and here's the example, the prophet Jeremiah, and you hear me say this scripture all the time because it's such a rhema for me, and I pray this scripture, hey, for me at times, but for other people, Jeremiah 15, 16. Why? Because when he tasted and when he saw that the Lord was good, that that was the relationship he was after, he said, he became the joy. He became the rejoicing of his life. He didn't wait on that job promotion to have joy. He didn't wait to get into the right community, the right setting, the right environment in the city. No. He went after God, and he tasted Him, and he saw him he experienced that God was what was good. And that was the relationship he wanted to build on. He wanted to focus. He wanted to pursue. He wanted to maintain it. He wanted to keep it. He wanted to keep feeding on that relationship because that is where he found his joy. We're just coming out of a season. We're saying joy to the world. How do we get joy to the world? Tasting and seeing that God is good and being in a right relationship with him. So what do we do? Here's what I believe as I think about Jeremiah and I think about us and making sure that our relationship with God is tight, is sweet. Then it really is the joy of our life. It really is the most important relationship that we have. How do we do it? Number 1, you got to go to him. How do you go to him? What is him? The word. What do we learn in John 1? The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. You go to the Word of God. That This Word is God. And when you go to the Word, step two, got to taste it. you got to eat it. That means to consume it. You know, listen, there have been times I went to the Word and I read the Word, and I think, I don't want to hear that. That's not what I wanted to hear today, God. I can't taste that. I went to the Word, but I I didn't have a taste for it. And I just laid it aside. When it wasn't any way I could be like Jeremiah, eat it, consume it. Because I didn't want to obey. But to taste God, you go to His Word. You taste it, you eat it. Why? Why do you want to do that? The psalmist tells us in Psalm 119, 103, he said, how sweet are your words to my taste. Sweeter than honey to my mouth. You know, I can remember not too long ago, I was sitting in Sunday school and we were reading this scripture and I thought, I wonder what the word sweet means and honey. Why, Why would he use Those words. Honey. And so I began to look at the Hebrew words. And you know what I found? Like when you eat honey, it's kind of thick. And when you swallow it, it kind of just oozes down your throat. It goes down smooth. You don't have to do a lot of chewing. It just oozes down and it's good and it's a sweet taste it's a pleasant taste you enjoy the taste you enjoy how it oozes down into your body do you know that's what he was saying there he is saying that God's word is sweet when you taste it when you go to the word and you taste it how hey, you read it and you take it in and he said it's sweeter than the honey only when you have let it ooze down and it's smooth it just runs down the back of your throat. When we taste, when we eat, when we consume God's word, see it goes down smoothly into our spirit. That is when it is sweet. And then the third thing is that you experience that God is good. When it goes deep down into your spirit and it settles within you and you experience that taste, you experience what you have taken in, you experience that word you know then that God is a delight. You know what happens at that moment? Your relationship with God, it becomes even tighter. You know, you hear people say, my relationship with Him is tight. It becomes tighter. I mean, it's more like glue. It's more like honey. It becomes sweeter. It becomes even a greater delight. It becomes fulfilling. It's satisfying. That, listen, if no other relationship in your life, God is enough. Why? Because it's good. You are satisfied with it. And as Jeremiah said, it becomes the joy of your life. That's what your relationship with God does for you. When you are in a relationship with God like this, no matter how hard life can be, or maybe life is at the moment, there can be a sweetness in your life. There can be a sweet taste in your mouth. Not a bitter taste, sour taste, a sweet taste. Why? Because you're in a tight relationship with God. Because you're letting the Word of God ooze into you so you know how to walk day in and day out. It can be the lifter of your circumstances. It can pick you up when you're about to fall down. It can hold you firm on your feet when you feel like you're about to slip on the ice. When you're hungry for something, it is what will satisfy you. And it's all back to this relationship with God. And I have to stop and, and think, hey, there have been times when my relationship with God, hey, it didn't reflect this. It wasn't sweet. There's was some, some bitterness in my, on my tongue. It wasn't fulfilling. I wanted more. I wanted something else beside the Word. I wanted something else besides God. I wanted something out here in the world to satisfy my desires, to satisfy my longings. I was out here looking for a little bit of happiness and joy and a hype over an emotion and not really a joy deep down in my spirit. And how do we get in those places? Well, listen, it may be where you find yourself today, or maybe you've got a family member or friend that's there and you don't know how to help them. How do you get there? Well, I will tell you the first thing is you have to taste. You have to taste God. What do you do? You eat more of the word. That becomes the plate that you set in front of you first thing in the morning. Because the more that you taste, the more that you develop a flavor for the Word. Hey, and as you develop this taste, and as you experience it, you see it starts to go down. So you taste and you see, hey, God is in your presence. He is among you. And all that you're doing every day as you go about your work, as you're interacting with people and coworkers, as you're actually doing your assignments for the day, or your task at home for the day, you got to see, experience God. He's right there with you. And as you experience, is it sweet? Is it sweet? And if we're not experiencing sweetness, because the Word says that we should, we have to ask ourselves, when I read the Word, maybe I don't like what it says. I don't like the flavor of it. So I just close my Bible and go on. Check that off. I tried to read that, but it was okay. That was for someone else. Or maybe you read the Word and you spit it out because there's, there's a taste in your mouth of maybe of unforgiveness. There's a taste in your mouth that you're bitter about your circumstances. There's a taste in your mouth that you feel a longing, a lacking for. And you don't know why God hasn't fulfilled or answered that longing. Maybe there's something inhibiting that flavor. And so you just spit it out. Hey, it could be rebellion and stubbornness. That didn't work for me. I'm not trying that anymore. It could be just selfishness. And so we're not comfortable when we're reading these words. And so we just spit them out. Or maybe we read it. We think, well, that word is for someone else. That can't touch me. That can't help me. That didn't water my dry ground. And we think that's for somebody else. So we just don't go back to it. So what do we do? We don't swallow it. We don't allow it to get into our life and make us tighter in our relationship with God. Sometimes there there is a battle. We read it and We really know it's for us. We really know that God is sitting there with us, talking to us through His Word because He loves us and cares about us. But there's a battle going on, trying to swallow it. We just can't swallow it for some reason. We know it. We feel right with God, but it just seems too difficult to walk it out. It just seems too too big to believe it. It just seems like it's not for our time. God doesn't understand the times that we're living in. And so we can't swallow it. Well, I want to beseech you today. Give it a try. Give it a try. To tighten your relationship with God. To strengthen yourself for this year to position yourself to do whatever God's called you to do, to enjoy the sweetness of God, I want to ask you, taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste it and perceive it like honey, that you run to it, you swallow it, and you see that it is smooth to the back of your throat. And as it goes down smoothly, runs down your throat, and we know honey is, is sticky, you and God become sticky tight. Why? Because you're in a good, righteous relationship. You're in a right place with God. And for you and for me, let's purpose to do this, to run to this Word and taste it and see and swallow it, ingest it, walk it, obey it, do it, trust God until we don't want anyone or anything else to sour it up. So let me circle back and ask you, where is your relationship with God? Is it sweet or is it sour? If it's sweet, stay the course. You know how you got there. If it's sour, back up. Now you know how to make it sweet. Thank you for listening to the Becoming His Vessel podcast. If you'd like to receive more resources that would help guide you in becoming His Vessel, I invite you to visit our website at www.hisvessel.org. If you'd like to connect with me directly, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me by calling 334 356 and my prayer is that you would seek to love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your strength as you seek to become His vessel.